Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Talk Recorded live. If you're on the air in Amber, I real says, come, come. Just as they say, you dumb, dumb. Sword man censors the internet all day. Even for party can't change the answering ways. Sword manter. Pastor Lynn says after you. Sword manter. If you choose your ass, you're through. Sword manter. Batman busters after you. Sword manter. If they try and eat you, you're through. Them wigger Nazis are really crazy clowns. When will I learn the chant won't mess the baggage down? Sword man censors the other, not all day. Even from all the tensions, faggot ways. Sword manser. After Lynn says after you, the sword manser show. Sword manser. Pastor Lynn says after you, Sword Manzer, if he chews your ass, you're through. Sword Manzer, them nimbusters after you. Sword Manzer, if he chews your ass, you're through.
Pastor Winston, alien man, with an Armageddon plan, derailed the railroad train. Wants to kill all the Jews, and a lot of Uyghurs too. He has a psycho, Aaron Wigger brain. Martin had a wife, he loved all his life. Poor grandkids, they are so brave. Destroy his own conscious eye, and finishing off dog's life, and putting Zog Babylon in its grave. It was on any weekday night, when Jews lie that face right, he pissed on damn kite claims. And the wiggers rap with the shout, to them stupid fucking louts, that Pope Marty done hits at what he aims. Martin had a wife, he loved all his life. For grandkids, they are so brave. Destroying Zob caught his eye, and fishing on wise, and putting Zob Babylon in his grave. <laughs> It was on a weekday night when the gypsy is at home talking to quite family tree. When along come dirty Jew and a zogling wigger or two, making lays ass whooping necessary. Martin had a wife, he loved all his life. For grandkids, they are so brave. Destroying Zog caught his eye, and Bishop got wise, and putting Zog Babylon in his grave. <laughs> Well, the ass clowns hold his breath when they hear a pastor's yep. They wonder why he don't fucking lie. It was dirty pisser possum and all of Satan's mamsers that want to take him down on the slide. Martin had a wife, he loved all his life. Grandkids, they are so brave. Destroying Zogcog's eye, and fishing off Zogwise, and putting Zogcog in his grave. <laughs> <laughs> <coughs> Good 
Greetings, Zogly Winger. Mavs flies across the foot. Now, Zog Flight here in the open air, coast to coast, nut house. We call Zog Babble on the third and final. But this show is always the same the lost and found sheep of the house of Israel. Ye chosen seed of Israel's race. Ye who did hear Christ call. Greetings. Uh, let's see. This is episode number 319.5 or 0.6 of 700 of the movement turd. Uh, yesterday, I did not have 30. Thursday night show because I was going over to a uh, what East Newton school board meeting. I was invited over there. Uh, seven candidates. I think I have a lock on number seven. Uh, you had what four parents and you had two teachers who think that they should decide school board policy. And I said them straight. I said, look, you really want essentially a parent and a taxpayer. You know, elected a school board, not a teacher, because teachers believe that they know more than the parents do about how to raise children. You actually want someone who actually has something at stake in that as opposed to a job or a notion of how to teach or something like that. I did tell them some nuthouse stories. Uh, mainly it was is that, hey, it doesn't matter what you teach children, you're going to teach them a bunch of lies, and they will find out, you know, how much uh, the constipation of bill goods are worth when they are laying in the backseat of a uh, pig squad car, uh, essentially getting their ass beat by a pig while they're handcuffed. They'll learn far more about politics and civics, getting their ass beat by a pig in the back of a pig mobile, and they'll find out how many rights they really do have. They'll figure out Soon enough, that when it comes down to it, they probably don't have any more rights than and you know than an Iraqi shack, you know uh, raghead did in Saddam Hussein's Iraq or Vladimir Putin's Russia or whoever is in charge of the chinks. Essentially, whoever is in power gets to do whatever they want to do. Now, I was reading early this morning uh, from the local. Uh, so one one day a week comes out on Wednesday. You know, usually the the weekly papers, small little papers here, which claim to cover the county, and it covers Seneca, essentially it's the Newton County News. And essentially, uh, they had a female reporter, the actual female who owns the paper, and she was essentially lying about me. She didn't mention about how I was threatened with arrest. The previous Thursday. Why, well, hey, uh, I'll, I'll go ahead and read from it in a bit. Today I called up uh, for the uh, for the bogus stalking case. Essentially, Thursday morning, early Thursday morning, I was up and I called up and said, "Hey, I'm you know I'm I'm not going to drive 900 miles to uh, Lake County, Ohio." I'm ready to show up, and essentially they said, no, you can't show up. You need to go ahead and petition to uh, be able to call telephonically. And even then, we may not grant to you. I said, well, you know, you do whatever you want here, but just realize is that, hey, more than likely you'll end up getting your ass sued in federal court. And then, you know, hey, let the Ohio Attorney General decide it. So they said, yeah, they would, you know, this female judge, Victoria Foster, would talk to uh, – you know, essentially, here the nigger lip stalking case. When I called in around, it was around 4 o'clock their time, a little bit after 3 o'clock my time. Essentially, they haven't come to a decision yet. 
So essentially, they re- they're reading what was sent and probably realize that old nigger lips is out to cause trouble. They probably went over to Nimbusters and found out this was a Nimbusters page that I didn't have a damn thing to do with. You know, and that probably Nimbusters took some of the shit down. But, you know, they had, did have a recent picture of old nigger lips. He's really turned into a nasty Mongol. So anyway, that was good news. Tuesday, I went over. I went over Monday, and since I found out that the uh, oh, the Republican General Assembly had passed a law which wasn't deemed necessary for 195 years, they decided to pass to where you have to have a pig license, a police officer special training license in order now to run for sheriff. You didn't have to do that for the first 195 years for the state of Missouri's existence. Now you have to have a pig license. And so Roxy will not likely be allowed to run for sheriff, and that will be another lawsuit. Because as I look at it, you you don't really worry about the tyranny of Zog Babylon. Because, of course, they are going to be tyrannical. Why, I believe that this is a essentially a license to skin out pigs and politicians and the rest. Because guess what? If you have to have a pig officer's license in order to run for the chief law enforcement office in a county, that means that guess what? Just like uh, Vladimir Lenin made my hero... Even though he was a Turk, you know, he was a, uh, well, he was a part Tartar mongrel, Polak, named Iron Felix Struczynski. Well, guess what? You can go ahead, you can go ahead and essentially cut all sorts of people from being able to run and set up your own secret police to where, hey, you can't get a license to essentially declare people outlaws and destroy their lives like they, you know, Babylon does to ours. I mean, it becomes no longer a matter of election or of law. It becomes a matter of power. So I'll go ahead and bring that up. Let's see. Last Friday, I found out that my Eighth Circuit Court of Appeals uh, case, uh, Church of Jesus Christ, Christian Area Nations of Missouri versus Newton County at all, although they don't want to uh, name my church. They just want to name me. I will try to straighten them out on that. Zog Babylon wants to pretend that it has righteousness, that it has law, that it has election, it has rightfulness outside. It doesn't. That's why I was trying to tell these uh, people who invite me, and maybe they won't invite me next year. But essentially, what you find when you read a paper or anything like that is more likely a lie. Not all true. These little toilet paper protections don't mean anything. So moving on. Moving on. Where was I? Okay. Uh, earlier tonight, some of the people who were listening uh, found that out. I was on Uncle Tom's Zog Pigs uh, and uh, Bitch Uberos' show. Old Rich Uberos, he sort of he sort of likes me. You know. Now he liked he liked my little video of Wigger problem. 
But I, I want to explain is that, uh, hey, Billy Roper out of Arkansas is going to ask them out with Paul Mullet of Ohio somewhere, pretend to be Aryan Nations. I didn't pay attention, you know, because I was, you know, such I was at the school board meeting. I didn't listen to Anus MC with, uh, what, Anus John Gernt and Ass Ass Mel and any other tards that were there. Didn't bother. Besides, like, I come in, and guess what? They are all leery of me. They're all scared shitless of me. Billy Roper and Paul Mullet. And, of course, they would not unmute me. Which didn't really matter. I mean, I, I, in many cases, I fly the flag to make sure that people, that people understand that, you know, hey, I'm watching them and I'm keeping an eye on them and they are going to be talked about. Essentially, Billy Roper got all huffy in September of last year. Oh, April Gady, the big, you know, the big skanky whore who, you know, uses her children to get more than her 15 minutes of fame. Oh, by the way, I'm looking, uh, I'm looking on Rachel Madsow right now, and they're talking about, they're talking about the obvious mongrel uh, Matt Scheinbach. And they're having shit from the Southern Poverty Law Center and all that. And uh, I'm sort of wondering how Matt Scheinbach uh, lost his job as part of the Indiana Child, uh, you know, Child, uh, you know, Protective Rapist Pigs in Indiana. And he had enough money to somehow go to a Trump rally, to a Trump rally in uh, what, uh, Southwest Virginia? You know, about three, four hundred miles away. Where'd you get the money to do that? And he here he was, you know, making sure he was seen pushing at this pushy negress. So he get you know, I mean, hey, they all know who he is and he has a means of showing his ass. Just like Paul Mullet and Billy Roper does. Now I pointed out is that the old time Christian identity put people they would never, they would never show their ass. If you asked them why they didn't eat pork, they would explain is that they were, they were members of the Worldwide Church of God or something like that because we're Israelites. Or, you know, they would, they would have a low tone here. And I've tried to explain to people is that 99% of real dual seed line Christian identity is deep woods, you know, deep woods Christian identity, all, all sorts. You have sacred namers, you have Herbert Armstrong remnants who are the most common. You have some dual seed liners, but they're quiet. They don't show their ass. Matt Scheinbach and Billy Roper just got to show their ass every time. Paul Mullen, got to show his ass. Now, I was listening to them, and I didn't hear anything. You know, they were all so sanctimonious, and Billy Roper was, oh, he went ahead and made fun of a white woman here, and he's vulgar. Well, does he have a beer? He has that little rat dog? You know, he has that little chihuahua dog? You don't care what about? Well, yeah. 
Well, I don't mind. I mean, if someone is going to be cowardly, let them be cowardly. I don't care. Many times I walk, I do what I call a Genesis 315 foot patrol, and I see whether or not I'm getting fired, whether or not there are people who are cowering. I mean, sort of like David Duck. David Duck, he has to go ahead and show his ass, and Donald Trump got a hard time for it. But Donald Trump knew exactly who the duck was. Back in 2000, he was thinking of pretending, you know, running for president, just like old Patsy Buckwheat was as a reformer. He knew exactly who uh, he knew exactly who the duck was, and the duck didn't really, you know, quote endorse him. He just said, "Well, you'd be a traitor if you don't vote for the Trumpster." Okay, fine. What I loved was the Jews media. I like the Jews media. You have old Rachel Maddow. You had this little pencil neck geek. I love watching MSNBC because a it's so shitty. It's so shitty that it no longer it does not. You can record it on DVR. You, know, you can record it with a DVD with a DVD in your DVD minus R or RW. Now I, have a, I go ahead and use read write. You know, discs here I have about, oh, more of them, and occasionally I go ahead and look at them again. You know, I mean, heck, these discs cost about, oh, 75 cents a piece. They're cheaper than VCR tapes, and they stack up a whole lot easier. I go ahead and look at them. So I'm looking, I'm looking at this Matt Scheinbach. I'm looking at this other stupid crap here. Isn't it a wonder that they knew who Matt Scheinbach is? That's what I call him. Not, not Heimbach. I call him Scheinbach. He's obviously a mongrel. Traditional Ute. Another dodgy character. You know, associated with Andre the Nigger Angling. All these other critters here. Who's associated with Savannah Packy Shanks? Who's assorted with Rabbi Fank? Who's assorted with Eli or James? Who's assorted with Old Nigger Lips, Brian Rail? You end up having just simply a, ra- ra- a rather, there's not even, what, three degrees of separation between these mongrels, okay? Not at all. And that's what I was talking about. So anyway, I was looking, I was looking at that, and I was listening to uh, old Paul Moat and Billy Roper here. Paul Moat sounds a lot like Mo Gullet. You know, sounds like another drunken, dry crackhead, sort of like George W. Bush. And you listen to them, and it's like they read something. They read a book. You know, maybe Soldiers of God from 1995, when all of a sudden it was called Christian Identity. It used to be called British Israelitism. It used to be called Israel Identity. But somewhere in 1995, there was a book which came out called Soldiers of God. And all the time they were talking about CI dentistry. And that's what I get from that's what I get from Paul Mullet and Billy Roper. They're reading they're reading some sort of book. You know, maybe they're reading My Calamore's AIT. They're reading something here. And this is CI dentistry. And the critics don't know anything about it. I'll try to listen to see whether or not, because old uh, Meerkat Mark Downey was whining that Paul Mullet had stolen a no-devil sermon from him. 
I'll try to listen to what they actually believe religiously. They claim to be a church. What do you believe? People ask me what I believe. I say I believe in you know, dual seed like Christian Day. You know, the uh, you know, Christian Day is simply a belief that white you know white people from northern and western Europe originally, you know, by means of America, Australia, whatever, was originally all thirteen tribes of the lost tribes of the House of Israel. The dual seed line belief is that hey, there are two seed lines. There's an evil seed line, born evil, called the Jews, who are the literal spawn of Satan from Satan's seduction of Eve, who gave birth to Cain, the first Jew. And the Adamic man, Adamic man, is from Adam through to Seth, through to Noah, through to Shem, through the you know, uh, Abraham, Isaac, Jacob, Israel, and they're the good seed line. And oh, by the way, Noah's, you know, Noah's flood was a local flood in Terran Basin. Now, that seems to me that I can explain dual seed line Christian identity in two minutes. Everything flows from the understanding of what Christian identity is and and the belief that, hey, there are two seed lines. Oh, Matt Scheinbach, oh, old Matt Scheinbach, he's just pushing. He's just pushing that fat little fat younger Sheba about his age here. I mean, maybe they, maybe they had root cursed at the beginning. Who knows? Anyway, does Paul Mullet seem to know anything about what he's talking about? No. Does Billy Roper seem to know what he's talking about? Nope. They're talking about some like somebody who wants to fit in and wants to pretend to be something that they're not. You be in the movement long enough and you realize. Well, the duck showed I mean, folks, I'm not a big fan of the duck. I did a YouTube video that says, Hey, you know, Church of Jesus Christ here nations of Missouri does not endorse Donald Trump. And I was listening. I got to listen to, oh, the first hour, you know, last hour, not the first hour. I, I missed pretty well the first half hour. Came in. I had the, I had the, uh, see the fox, I'm not able to do it. Okay, there's an old white guy. Old white guy veteran here. Pretty well told the Sheboon to move it on. Move on here, Sheboon. Move on, Sheboon. I mean, hell, she, you know, the old white veteran is doing more of the pushing than old Matt Scheinbach is. <laughs> oh, Glenn Beck was talking about stabbing, stabbing, I guess, Donald Trump here. And now they're, they're calling them all a bunch of brown shirts or something like that here. <laughs> oh, the Jews, the Jews, you know, Matt, Rachel Maddow being a Jewess, you got to understand about Jewesses or Jews. To a nigger, that's two emotions to the white man. One, you know, the main one is fear. The other one is hate. You do away with the fear, you're going to have to deal with the hate. And to every nigger, every white man, even though he's the most mincing, faggoty, I found that out in the house. He's the most mincing, faggoty, doofus-looking wigger. Every nigger thinks that, you know, the most faggoty wigger is a Klansman. So when you go ahead and say, well, I'm associated with the Klan, myself, <laughs> 
Yeah, and you do know I'm an Aryan Nations pastor. Why they don't they don't doubt that I was a Nazi. <laughs> but 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 they you know niggers even six foot five big niggers. Even talking, you know, Larry Dodds, thirteenth original Thirteenth Amendment, sovereign citizens, even niggers who who yap sovereign citizenship, think that even the most missing faggot is a Klansman. And I explained to him that this missing faggot uh, named Dennis was sort of was a, was not a Klansman, and rather he was the sort of creature who would be invited to be at a minimum, in the next county before sunrise if he knew what was good for him. <laughs> yep, we don't want your kind around here. What? What? Yes, but you're a missing faggot here, and I don't know if you're a chomo or a rapist or a butt rapist or what you are, but uh, we don't really need your kind. Uh, maybe it's about time that you uh, you know, be at least in the next county and then let them at the next county deal with you. You know what I mean? <laughs> I mean, if you had a godly, if you had a godly warlike state, old Dennis would have probably wound up maybe in San Francisco or some other place like that. Here, you know what I mean? See, I, I don't really, I don't really pay much attention to the goings on in San Francisco. The closest I came was when I was driving a truck, you know, uh, of chemicals for Oakland. You know, well, it was, a, it was a suburb of Oakland, which was full of niggers. And had 55-gallon chemicals or something in the back of the truck here. And I got on the, I nearly got on the, what, Nimitz, the Nimitz Bridge. And luckily, a, a gook toll keeper let me go ahead and turn around so I didn't have to pay 10 or $15 toll to go to San Fags Crisco because I never really wanted to go to San I can see San Fags Crisco, the sodomistic, you know, gay, you know, Turbo City, gay by, gay by, you know, gay bay here. And it, it is rather, it's a rather beautiful looking city here. I guess sort of like Watt found Sodom and Gomorrah to be beautiful looking cities, but you know what they're all about. You don't want to go there. So like, you know, I've, I've been, I've been a couple miles outside of uh, the gay bay here, uh, you know, to essentially a rather nasty place. Uh, called Oakland, which was still at the time, uh, what, 20-some years ago, was filled with niggers. You know, niggers. Anyway, <laughs> so I'm giving a hard time for old Donald J. Trump. You know, and, and I explained, you got to understand, is that Donald J. Trump, his, 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 his beautiful part Polakis daughter, decided to marry a Jew boy. And she became an Orthodox or Jewess, a Kaikas. She became a convert, converso Kaikas. So, you know, I mean, essentially, Trump ain't going to go ahead and, you know, want to allow the duck to turn, you know, essentially to a plug. You know, I mean, the duck, the duck is known, well, to fuck. Now, I mean, the, you know, when you say fuck a duck here, that's what the duck wants to do if you have any women folk here. And he's out to get your money, too. He's out to get your money. So anyway, you do not want, you do not really want the duck around here. I mean, what, what good is the duck? I, 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 did, I did send $25 and got a copy of My Awakening. And it was a hardbound book. It was the cheapest, the cheapest binding ever. 
I mean, shoot, within, what, three, four days, the sucker already had cracks in the glue. I, I mean, maybe, you know, I, I don't know where where it was, you know, printed bound, but it was the cheapest hardback book I have ever had. I have it somewhere, you know, unless these mouses have, you know, chewed a hole in it here down the hubble. But anyway, here they are bitching, 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 bitching about Trump. Now, Ann Coulter was quite correct when she said, when she said, guess what? When are they going to, when are the Democrats, when are the Democrats going to denounce Owl Sharpton? The duck, the duck is just a con man. Owl Sharpton actually whipped up a bunch of niggers, and they killed a Jew boy. And some others was went ahead and burnt down some place and killed seven other people. The owl, fat ass greasy owl, before he got real thin from probably gays here. I mean, he looks like a he looks like an old withered gays nigger. Old owl Sharpton does. Oh owl, when 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 is uh, Bernie Sanders? Bernie Sanders went the day after New Hampshire to lick owl Sharpton's age ridden nigger crack. You know, and, you know, I mean, heck, you know, kiss both butt, you know, withered nigger butt cheeks, and probably did a lick with his Jew, with his Jew fork tongue here between in the crack. And oh, Hillary, you know, she's going to do it too. Where are they going now? If they're against race hustlers, when is Bernie and oh Hillary, Swillery, going to denounce Al Sharpton? In fact, on MSNBC. Owl Sharpton has a uh, show here. Now, he used to have a show, you know, an hour every day, weekdays, but then they gave the nigger two day, you know, two hours on Sundays here. So essentially, not as much here, but Owl still has one on MSNBC here, you know. And I don't think he's as smart and as obvious lesbianist here as old Rachel Madsow. I would really, I would really like to play Em and Get with her with the palace flat. But anyway, here's another picture. Here's another picture of white guys here. White ordinary white guys, you know, trying to standing with niggers or something like that. I'm, I'm waiting for Matt Scheinbach to show up again here. Old, old Matt Scheinbach, he managed to, he was yapping about some stupid shit. Yeah, that fat old Matt Scheinbach. But hell, the one who's doing the most pushing is this old, is this old white guy who's a veteran, who's essentially pushing. You know, hey, yeah, hey, look, you know, hey, look, you know, look, Sheba, you know, move the fuck on out, you know, move on fuck out the road here. You know what I mean? Move on out, Sheba. <laughs> okay, alrighty. I'm looking at I'm looking at this thing here. Well, good for you, guest eleven. <laughs> okay, I'm looking. I'm, lo- I'm probably looking at the chat here. Well, uh, I don't know why you tards are here. If I'm so boring, anyway, folks. Donald Trump is not a racist. He's not a racist. He's not a white nationalist. He's a blowhard. He's a reality star. 
TV reality star. I mean, I find him hilarious here. I mean, folks, I think, I think Donald Trump is in his way, puts on almost as good a show as I do. I mean, we're sort of like, you know, we're sort of like here. I go ahead and tell nigger lips, you're fired. Tell, tell Rabbi Finkelstein, you're fired. Tell Rabbi Eli, you're fired. Of course, I, I go ahead and explain why they're fired here, that the Jew boys and mongrels and faggots and, you know, papist printers, no devils. But, you know, I mean, hey, I've done a lot of firing here from CI Dentistry. In case, look, let's understand something here. For 20 years, over 20 years, I have tried to, I have tried my best by being associated with the Republican Party to destroy the Republican Party. To make it quite clear is that, hey, you need to stop betraying your white, you know, your white base. Here we are, 20 years late, 2016. Guess what? You have a piece of shit like Mittens, Mittens Romney. You have you have these two little greasers here, little Ricky Pool Boy, you know, Jubio, gay pool boy Jubio, and Big Ricky, Bill Faced, Lizard Weasel, Kanekistani, Cruz. And then you have another, you know, you have another Polak tard here who, you know, like John Kasich, uh, I wish he I wish he'd go back to Ohio and sick the uh sick the attorney general on old nigger lips. <laughs> We're filing all these bogus uh lawsuits here. Uh you need to do something rather than bother Donald Trump and whine and piss and moan about how you're running your wonderful campaign. So where was I? That that's what they need to do here. But Let's understand something. Donald Trump, for all his faults, is a wrecking ball. He's a wrecking ball. And for all the talk about his building, I mean, I was listening to this uh, little mongrel named uh, Oliver here who was uh, making fun of old Donald Trump here. You know, and they got little big hands. <laughs> you know, this little jubio went ahead and see that John Oliver. You know, uh, it was hilarious, though. I mean, the Trump's university. Folks, when I get around to it, I think I'm going to set up, uh, you know, reset up my own university here, Patrick Henry Electronic University and Diploma Mill, to where, hey, uh, for far less than 5000 15000 5000 1000 what, you know, maybe around uh, less than even a hundred dollars. You too, you too can be as much of a doctor as Doctor Duck and Doctor Rick the Dick. You know what I mean? You could, <laughs> you could be a doctor of telegraphy. <laughs> Somebody, you know, you could become as much of a doctor as Doctor Duck and Doctor Rick the Dick. <laughs> In fact, I'm a I'm an MD here, mad dog. But anyway, 
I mean, look, if you want to go in and eat Trump steaks or fly on the Trump shuttle or drink Trump vodka or stay at the Trump plaza or do whatever, do whatever here. The Trumpster likes money. Now he likes fame. He wants to be president of the United States here. And so he's doing it. But let's understand, the value of Trump is that he is wrecking the Republican Party. It is the establishment Republicans who are destroying the donor, Jew boy, Anglo-Mestizo, quote, elite. They're destroying the Republican Party, just like Swillery and Bill Clinton are destroying the Democrat Party. Is Republicans, establishment Republicans, who are destroying the Republican Party. They're destroying it because they're throwing a little temper tantrum. I have seen, I have seen these small shitty parties be the U.S. taxpayer which become the Constitution Party. I've seen the Reform Party. I've seen the Libertine Party. And whenever anybody outside comes in and looks like they're going to take it over here, they immediately start making all sorts of new rules. And they have a shit fit. And the question of it is, is whether somebody comes in from the outside and takes over. I remember Dr. Michael Hill. I was up there in Jefferson City in 1999. I said, hey, look. Or maybe it was 2004. I forget when it was. I said, you could take over. You know, rather than your League of the South Party, why don't you simply take over the the Libertine Party? Or take over the you know, Missouri Conservative Party or Constitution Party. Ten thousand dollars and thirty some activists could take over any political party in Missouri, minor political party in Missouri. In fact, if you live in Missouri, you can File for precinct committee, man, and chances are, you know, if you're filing as a libertarian or as a constipationist or whatever, you would get, and probably you'd be the only one in the county. You can become a state committee man or woman. But what you see is the Republican Party tear yourself apart here. I could say that Trump is a wrecking ball, and that would be somewhat true, but really. These Republicans are the ones who are destroying themselves. So anyway, what kind of doctor is Richard Dick? He's a uh, he's a telegonist here. He's a loader. He's a loader, a leaper, and a telegonist. <laughs> uh, don't become a big friend of uh, Doctor Richard Dick here. Uh, he will he will go sneak in while you're at work, and then when you back his turn, he will load up your heifer. He will load up your heifer at a Walmart in Sepulpa, Oklahoma, and then take her back and do sex days with her. You know, I mean, it's sort of like Doctor Doctor uh, you know Doctor Duck here. Uh, anyway, folks. Let's just go ahead and take the first break, and we will be back in a bit. Hail victory.
Kulakov. Look at me, I'm a full gaze. The as a scan can be. I'll gobble your cock if you're nearly a rock. Shut up, I'm a full gaze. Stop it, hey, I'm Wiggers Will. Beat my hobs like my polo bill. Slap all them skanks, don't expect me no thanks. Long as I do get my grill. I don't wait. Don't care. Don't give off to the care. I get balls from one blue job. Get your member paws on my silky drawers. You can't pull that crack with a neck. As for you, how Covington. I know what you don't want done. Don't want pussy crust. I'm no object of love. I'm just oh, a bull gaby. 
Kogi, Kogi, let's maybe says keep that boomerang far from me. See, I call now. I'm starting to drool. Careful, get. I'm April JD. Are you making some of me Some people are so fucking touchy. <laughs> okay, well, I got my forum caught up, sort of. Uh, what I wanted to discuss is that, really, when it comes down to it, you know, just the same thing that I said to these uh, people at school boards. What you've been taught isn't really what it is at all. In fact, in fact, uh, be it newspapers or the rest, they're all out to lie to you. Now, this uh, Newton County News town hall meeting draws complaints, cheers for Granby. And what happens is that the mayor wanted to have this town hall meeting. So he called it. And then he yaps about, oh, how he's doing real good, and there's this here uh, older guy named Danny who's all mad at how, you know, essentially the prices on everything went up, the water, the sewer, the trash pickup, you know, it's no longer picked up by the city of Granby. He goes on and he makes a number of complaints. And then you know, and then the mayor says he's all mad because they're trying to do their best to listen. What everyone has to say acknowledges that not everyone approves of his methods. Well, what's his methods? His methods are to do whatever the hell he wants to do. And so he went ahead and complained. I want to hear what you think. The thing that makes me want to throw my hands in the air and, you know, continue on page five. Put my hands in the air and say, fine, I've had it. It's when a story starts from someone that didn't know what they were talking about, and by the time it get, goes around the bend and back to me, he gets so bent out of shape and has so many people worked up. Once they ask questions, get real answers, they are okay with it. Well, no. The problem is all people get tainted between point A and point B, he explained. People are quicker to go spread a rumor, and before you know it, they got the whole town ready to hang you. I'm willing to explain and talk to anyone. There is a downside to everything. I know there is. He's whining because the vast majority of people do not trust Granby City Hall. I got a uh, TIF folder back from, what, 1996, 1997, when they were talking about bringing in what was called tax incremented financing. They were going to restore blighted areas, and guess what? Uh, essentially, you know, all my hovels was in the blighted area, and they passed it. You know, against my, you know, against my uh, wishes. But anyway, you know, it's been going on since 1998. It got what another another three four years to remain. And there's a bunch of whining and pissing and moaning. Now, this guy's complaining that essentially because people don't trust them, they hear rumors and they spread these rumors, and the rumors don't make him as council critters look very well. Well, guess what? 
someone showed up and tells exactly what he thinks about it. Let's go on with what it says here. Gamble used the recently change, that's the mayor, how the city handles trash as their example of benefit versus downside. Did the price go up? Yeah, it went up by about $2 a month. Yes, but everyone got new containers, everybody got new dumpsters, you said. A majority of the audience, now this is where this uh, bitch uh, who uh, owns the paper started lying. Well, she lied a lot, but, you know, lying about me. A majority of the audience were there to ask questions and to discuss how to move forward to better the community. Well, they're moving forward, sort of like Rachel Mansell. They're going to move forward, like Rachel Mansell and MSNBC, move forward. Martin Winstead was not. Instead, he argued that city changes to the city a theme of his recent political campaign. You haven't learned anything from the past, he said to the crowd. You keep making the same mistakes from new ones. It's the same old thing. Well, yeah, they, they, you know, they claim they're making changes here. They want to change Granby. Now, the thing about it is, is that most people do not want to change themselves here. Granby is a, Granby is essentially a town of 2,100 some people who do not want to change. If they were smart, they would have been, you know, and young, they move out. If they're rich, they move out of Granby. They don't want to live in Granby. I mean, hell, I'm a rich man. Why should I live in Granby? The people, all I can explain is that the people of Granby are tough. They had to be tough. Hell, they, you know, they, uh, they were inbred jets sucking up mud. They had to be tough. Now, this lying bitch does not re- recollect is that, hey, everyone was invited to this town hall meeting, and I was threatened with being kicked out of that meeting simply because I dared to ask questions and essentially tell my, you know, tell what I believe was the case. This lying bitch is all mad because I don't want, I don't want to force change upon Granby. Did she mention that I was threatened with arrest? Hell no. Catherine Ortiz was quick to disagree. Now, this Catherine Ortiz She's a fat Gorda Wigger, and she had, you know, she had a fat old Mexican sitting beside her that I thought was male, and guess what? She's uh, sort of like this heifer up in Leaf, North Dakota. I guess she found, you know, she's a fat old Gorda who found herself. She's a, she's a, not an oil, you know, she's an oil drill. She's a coal hauler. She's a coal burner. She's a humper. She's an old skank. We are here to talk about the future, where this town's going, not where it's been, because where it's been sucks, she said. Well, that's true. Where it's been sucks here. If you're going to stand there take it like like that, you are just as bad as those who say 30 years ago we did this way and we should keep doing it that way. Well, 30 years ago, you wouldn't have dared be a beaner mud shark. Ortiz's response from, you know, to Lisa drew a round of applause from the crowd. Yeah, including the guy who runs the feed store. He buys the feed store for cheap because it's in Granby, and I guess he wants to get rich selling it to some other tar and raising property values here. He didn't have any respect for the property rights of others. Now these people have, really, when it comes down to it, I have seen for the past 30 years, I've lived in Granby 
past 30 years, I've lived in, well, essentially on a farm just outside, you know, outside of Granby for what, oh, 21, 22, you know, well, really 30 years, you know, my life was well here. In case. So here it is, here is this mud, here's this mud shark. And Gamble says, I can't fix 50 years of people that were just worried about sitting up here for the neurology in one year, even two years. It's like he's talking about, you know, being mayor for one year, even two years. It's going to take eight to ten years to get this town back up on its feet. It took decades to screw it up. I didn't. Essentially, this is what it is. Grandy is what it is. How he gets mad. Where he gets mad is that I keep telling him, is that, hey, you're doing the same stupid crap that other retards did before you. This town is no longer filled with these people, ex-mayors, ex-council critters here, who try to get on city council and change Granby and enrich themselves. And then the first thing they do is that they move outside the city limits as fast as they can. Mind you know, questions asked by Bush concerning the clean Granby. The mayor said they're currently working on 10 cases. My city ordinance or is it given a summons to appear before the mayor and given 30 days to correct the issues? Yama says three of the 10 cases have already been cleared up. Well, folks, that, that ordinance is unlawful. The Fifth Amendment to the United States Constitution says is that no property shall be taken. You can't force people to clean up their property. You can't force people to do what, by ordinance, what some people say they do, and they know better than even try with me because they know that it would be a lawsuit. I explained is that, hey, in Detroit, it costs an average of $50,000 per old house to clear that old house here and, I guess, turn it into what? The prairie, the northern prairie that was before. Still cost fifty thousand dollars at least to tear up a house, and that's if there's not too much fighting going on with it. But yeah, he believes that you know that essentially the mayor gets to determine anything, and the answer is no. No property can be destroyed or changed or worked upon except through due process of law, and that means if necessary a jury. That means tax dollars. Or think to, quote, do whatever. That means litigation. We are moving forward. We spent several months critiquing the ordinance to make sure it was legal, and no, it's not legal. That was another time I knew we got arrested. It could be enforced before we move forward. It can't be enforced. If it gets enforced, and so anybody wants to file litigation, because it hasn't been enforced in years past here. Well, I went ahead and asked the Granby City Attorney. He stamped his little feet. Okay, well, it looks like we got a yes here. Anyway, I'm going to stop reading it here. Anyway, the juice paper was full of shit. I'm going to put it up. I'm going to take about, oh, 30 seconds, and then I'm going to unmute guest number 30.
Hello, guest number 30. Rebel Broadcasting. Not com. Let's go ahead and look at Rebel Broadcasting. Anyway. I think I'm going to go ahead and hang up because this phone's probably about to die pretty quick here. Oh, yeah, I remember logging to that. It is a web page which doesn't have much of anything on it. Intelligence? Well, I don't know. Beauty? More? What's nice here? I'm going to go ahead and hang up. And we'll be back in about a minute. Hell victory.
coin operated going mittens on the shelf full of bang pill so they put it on and you start to lie because of the jewel that is what you want ah coin operated going that shit and so it's elastic and quite spastic who I could have asked for more. Lies without any after No more. Coin operated goy. Just like all the other girls that the goats destroy. Come on, and it's such a lie. Just as you are. And she talks like a whore. And will never let us go. And will never let us go. And will never let us go. Oh, no. Good operated goy. Republican nominee, 
2012. And every single time I've seen that, you know, he's calling Donald Trump's pony. And uh, Donald Trump, actually, he's sort of like John Wayne. They said John Wayne was a wonderful actor because John Wayne played John Wayne. Well, guess what? Donald J. Trump is the best actor to play Donald J. Trump. When you see when you see Donald J. Trump being vulgar, talking like someone from Brooklyn, you know, a Whigger from Brooklyn, a brash Whigger from Brooklyn who has to live with Jews and all sorts of critters, and you know, essentially elbow out and do everything for a buck. You're seeing the real Donald J. Trump. He's quite clever. He's quite politically astute. He has caught he has caught the Republican thieving bastards flat footed all the time. His old mittens calling calling Donald J. Trump a phony? No. Folks, every single time I see old mittens, it looks to me like Mittens has just finished masturbating. Somewhere in a closet here, you know, I mean, you know, and uh, heck, he wrapped his Mormon underwear around his nuts or something like that. And, hey, he just, you know, he just got done masturbating and, you know, he, he thinks he's fooling somebody. You know, a thoroughly dodgy looking character, a thoroughly, you know, and folks, uh, here it was, he was yapping about he was going to finish off a bongo care. Well, no, Romney care was instituted in Massachusetts. And you have the character instituted, forced, individual mandate. He's trying to say is that he's going to close it off. He's going to reform. He's going to take care of Obongo care. In 2012, he had no intention to do any such thing. None. None. Neither did the Republican establishment. You know what? I point out. But hey, 2010, you know, 2011, January 3rd, 2011. You know, the Senate, you know, the Senate, the Democrats still had control, but they had control of the House all of a sudden as a result of the midterm election, 2010, the Tea Party revolt. January 3rd, 2011, they could have stopped Obamacare because later on, old John, what's his name, John Roberts, the Supreme Court, Supreme Court judge. Well, they had ruled that, no, it wasn't a penalty, it was a tax. No, not, of course, it wasn't a direct tax, but it was. It was a portion. There was even a fig leaf of a bogus 16th Amendment to give it the uh, credit, you know, to give it some cover. Okay, it's a tax. Well, guess what? Republicans got the House of Representatives, eh? Because, okay, it's tax. Guess what? The IRS is not going to collect it. Nobody's going to collect care. It's tax, remember? But guess what? You know, the Republicans, you know, they keep on yapping about, you know, uh, getting rid of care. It could have been got, gotten rid of the minute any House of Congress had been taken over, the Senate was taken over in 2000 and what, 12, 2014? 
Obama waits, what, 10 days? Then he passes the executive order saying he's not going to deport beaners as long as they're not raping too much? Republicans could have just simply impeached Obongo care Obongo, and they could have shut the government down. So hey, we're not picking up till especially you senators, some of you Democrat senators, go ahead and vote to impeach Obongo, and that'll be the end of that shit. Did they? Hell no. I knew in 2014, essentially here were the Republicans. They got in both houses of you know the Congress. House of Representatives, massive, massive, uh, you know, uh, imbalance essentially the Senate too. Now there are 23 Republican seats about for election, and they're whining like pussies. Now, folks, Donald J. Trump could Donald Trump could say, "Hey, look, you don't need to tear apart the Republican Party. You don't need to tear it apart at all. Guess what?" You go ahead and go along with me being elected as a Republican for president. And we'll do away with Obamacare so you know so freaking fast here. You know, what little remains of it. Oh, Obongo didn't import, you know, didn't pose it until what, two thousand and uh fifteen? Go ahead. Hey, let's just go ahead and you know, let's just go ahead and oh by the way, Chris Christie, uh, I want you to I want you to send Hillary to prison. By the way, by the way, they just gave immunity to uh, to some tard who set up Hillary's little private email server. And they're admitting, oh, Hillary is more likely a clam licker. You know, she has some sort of little raghead, you know, lesbo, you know, who's married to the wiener shower. Guess what? They can fit her and the uh, raghead lesbian up with two matching orange pantsuits. A carrot top, orange, you know, a carrot suit, pantsuit. They look like just giant pumpkins here, you know, pumpkins and Leo, uh, carrots and whatever. They could. But no, the Republicans are yapping about how they would rather vote for Hillary. What goes to show is that, hey, none of them actually believed the horseshit they believed. They're having a shit fit. Here's old Mittens yapping about how he thinks he's going to do smart boy. Now, look, Mittens went ahead and declared 77 bankruptcies after he looted a whole bunch of companies, stole their pension funds, you know, made the taxpayer pay whatever was left of it, stole the pension funds, and then sold off the companies after he put a whole bunch of debt. So then they had declared bankruptcy. Way it chopped him up. He was a vulture capitalist, Mittens was. At least Donald J. Trump here runs his businesses better. You know, there are still there are a number of dogs. And a lot of this Trump, you know, I mean, folks, I wouldn't have bought you know, as far as uh, I wouldn't drink Trump vodka, I'm that crazy about vodka, but uh, hey, I prefer Evan Williams. 
And no, I don't fly on any airplanes. The last time I flew on an airplane was when flying from Germany back to the United States when I left the Army. But no, I don't, you know, I don't want to, uh, you know, I don't want to, uh, you know, folks, if you're going to get a diploma mill, just get one for a couple hundred dollars or print your own damn diploma and have done with it. Hell, I could set up a diploma mill. The way to do that, the way to do that is set up a religious college. And the government can't say, well, guess what? You're a religious college. You, you got to you gotta teach certain things. Well, no, you don't. Set up a religious college. And you can print up all the diplomas you want here. And they will be as good as that of the ducks and that of uh, Wick the Dicks. The point I'm trying to make, though, is don't expect Donald Trump to be a racist because he's not. He can't be a white supremacist with a, well, I'm not sure if he's a billionaire or not here. It doesn't really matter to me. It ain't Donald J. Trump who's destroying the Republican Party. It's the thieving bastards of the Republican Party who's destroying it. And folks, don't worry about it here. All this sort of crap, I see. we got to destroy Zog. Well, you can needle Zog, and I like needling Zog. I like having fit. I like causing trouble. You know, at the, uh, what, yesterday, I went ahead and told about what goes on at the Newton County Sheriff's Department, and one of the characters running it, you know, Richard Levins, is the one who likes, tor- you know, torturing prisoners with tasers. He tasered a nigger named Overton on the 25th of July, 2005. He might taser that nigger for no damn good reason than because he could. Nigger didn't jump up, you know, go back to his cell fast enough here. So, hey, you know, he just, you know, yanks the taser out of the hands of this other pig here, just yanks it out here and, you know, and damn near kills that nigger because it's a muscular nigger. Fat niggers, fat niggers are not affected by tasers as skinny muscular niggers. Um, well-muscled niggers here, a taser could really mess them up. You know, a nigger that got playing a nigger blubber on it, hey, you know, that nigger blubber will will sort of rattle and roll here, and, you know, the nigger will hurt. You know, when the nigger flesh, you know, goes rattling around, but, hey, it don't really matter. You know, I mean, you know, I mean, it'll mess up a muscular young nigger. You know, I mean, a fat old nigger here, eh, a nigger will hurt. You know, just like, just like uh, what, last year, about this time when this uh, South Carolina WAP pig went ahead and chasing this nigger, and he's he's in the cell right next to Dylan Stormroof. Oh, that bitch about Dylan Stormroof, you know, when they went to Charleston. Oh, they had to come together. By the way, by the way, I'm hearing, I'm hearing from Rachel Madsow last night, I was sort of, I was sort of, you know, sort of listening to all the bitching and pissing and moaning. Now we're gonna hear bitching and pissing and moaning for a while. Uh, let's see, Saturday tomorrow. Tomorrow is another. Tomorrow is another. Uh, 
Oh, what is it? It's another, you know, primary. And you have old, you have old, uh, you have old lizard, you know, you know, big Ricky, you know, lizard, uh, you know, li you know, lizard weasel crew there, uh, essentially making a big deal over on Fox News here. At the what conservative PAC CPAC or something like that? Conservatism is essentially nothing other than just a rip off. It's just simply a fraud, and people should understand as much. Okay. Okay. I'm looking at this here. Let's see. Is that old Cinead? Harold Cinead is a kikus. Not sure here. Take a take a picture of her cat. Okay. <laughs> I I have no idea. Uh, <laughs> oh, she learned this shit from Sydney out here. <laughs> My mommy gave me a note that says I'm not a cack and neither is she. Do you believe me or your lying eyes? Well, folks, you should believe, in all sorts of cases, you should believe your lying eyes. Now, they're saying you shouldn't believe, you shouldn't believe everything you hear. You know, you should believe, uh, you know, you should believe everything you hear here and only half of what you see. But if you're hearing, you know, you should I mean, you only have so many senses here. You should generally believe your own lying eyes, okay? Okay. <laughs> Renegades makes Winston look sane. Well, that's, that must be pretty bad then, right? <laughs> okay. So 
So, all righty here. They've gone to renegade, renegade, uh, intellect, you know, renegade. Uh, oh, I haven't, I haven't gone over to renegade Tribune for a while. Let me go over and see what the hell I'm tired to have to do. R-E, renegade Tribune here. Don't want to go to Return of Kings because that has a bunch of packies. This rebel broadcasting is trying to make up some stuff here. Let's see. White man gives. Okay, who are the bad guys now? All right, now why are my excuses? Angel Gage wants you to stop telling the truth about Jews. I don't know. Let's see what Scott Roberts has to say. I mean, another Mongol, more likely here. Lasha Darkmore, I thought she was a Jewess. Okay. All righty. How the Trump is here. Uh, folks, I believe I believe that uh, Donald Trump wants to, uh, I don't believe that he wants to put his beloved daughter and turn her into soap and uh, lampshades or anything like that here. Nice dark, I heard she was a Jewess here. No censorship. A renegade and dark moon here. The Kaminsky affair. Top writer. Well, he's some of a nut himself here. Renegade Tribune dark moon here. Okay. Okay, so John Kaminsky, I guess, got mad at Lash of Darkmore. I, I heard she was a Jewess. Kyle Hunt, I think, is another Zogbot dupus. Looting. The black ape you ever had their white ass nipping like I don't you know, hell. I I wouldn't mind looking at that here. And kiss me nigger as baby monkeys, chunky monkeys, and chittering monkeys. Well what's the problem? 
Okay. Well, I mean, I don't know if I'm. I don't know if I'm really welcome over at Kevin McDonald's. Uh, let's see. Uh, two, three years ago, old uh, Fat Parrot went ahead and uh, censored two of them here because he said I'd made fun of Wizards too much here. Okay. 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 Well, I'm not going to worry about John Kineski, some of the nuts here. Let's see. <laughs> all right. Well, at least alt-left here. Alt, the alt-left faggot, sometimes they're sort of clever, too, here. I, I find the alt-left faggots here sort of clever. I was talking about, you know, uh, you know, not the two-legged poopy dog that's on this, but my own little four-legged buddy, the poopy dog, a.k.a. Belzy Pup Piss for Possum Dane. He has found, he has found the little love of his life. It's a little, it's a little fatter, brown little mutt that, you know, wanders all over Granby. Notorious. I mean, the damn cops, have, you know, the damn pigs have been trying to catch that little brown bastard running around, and here's Belzy puppies on his leash here. And I have taken to calling Belzy pups. Sometimes I, you know, uh, them two dogs, they, they, they want to engage in dog sodomy. Now, they prefer, both of them prefer to be pitchers, but, you know, if worse comes to worse, occasionally it'll be catchers here. Uh, Belzy pup is more of a pitcher than a catcher, though. You know, he's older. But he's leaner and quicker, and the little fat dog is bigger but fatter. You know what I mean? So sometimes I call Belzy Pup when they're engaged in doggy sodomy. Sometimes I call him, uh, I call him <laughs> Jack Donovan. Jack Donovan, and I call him a little brown dog. Uh, I, sometimes I call him Greg Johnson. But most of the time, I, I've given him the name of Brian Rio, the little brown dog here. <laughs> The little, the little fat brown dog here, and uh, in case uh, well, more you want to you know, allow that. Well, folks, uh, the puppy dog likes go, you know, Belzy pup likes going out. It has been a it's been a nice mild winter this winter, and heck, I'm already I'm going to be planning I'm going to be planting some onion sets. Tomorrow, I'm going to, uh, I think, uh, this week, it was what? It was 68 degrees. And my friend at the nuthouse called me around 2 o'clock. And what I, what I decided to do is that the sun was nice here. You know, there was a light, nice light breeze here. It was a wonderful early March day, about 65 degrees. And I decided just to say the health, I just decided to just lay out, just lay atop the grass here. And talk to my friends in that house here. You know, what I, what I did is I buttoned the, the top buttons on my shirt here and pretty well let the, you know, let the sun go down on my rather white belly here. Uh, folks, you know, when, when fall comes here and it gets, you know, I mean, you know, I, you know, a lot of time here, you know, in spring here, I will, 
I will go outside and I will work without a shirt. And I will, you know, I mean, I'm a sweet, I will tan. You know what I mean? I was explaining to my friend is that, hey, I'm two-tenths of a degree warmer than most people. And from my hair, my blood's thicker here. I mean, I was going to say, so I'm a South Dakota sweet. And I was just having a fine old time laying outside the sun. Well, my little black poopy dog, he likes going outside. And uh, I used to think it was just a straight mutt, but he's too fat here. And then about, oh, after one incident of doggy sodomy, uh, you know, Let's see. Three days ago, uh, that little brown, that little brown puppy dog. He had one of these here. I don't know. I don't know why people want to go ahead. Roxy, for some damn reason, uh, decided to order from catalog. Decided to order a puppy dog outfit. Now I think dogs look stupid with with, with these stupid uh, blankets or something here. Looks like a blanket here with paws here like a puppy dog poncho here. It don't fit any dog really good. You know, it's one size fit all unless it's uh unless you're really knitting it yourself and Roxy doesn't know how to knit. But, you know, that brown side of Mr. Count had a uh you know, that I call Brian most of the time, had a you know, had a sort of like a blanket, red and red and white yarn, you know, made out of red and white yarn, you knew it was a synthetic fabric here. And the little bastard had that. So I knew damn well that this puppy dog is allowed to run wild by an owner who don't give his crap here, whether or not the little bastard gets you know, I mean, damn cops are trying to catch the little bastard. And you know, I thought it was sort of like a semi-stray dog that just pretty well eats out of garbage cans or whatever it can find. But no, it has an owner because I know dang well that uh, these here little doggy blanket, you know, you know, costumes, they don't grow on trees here, and they don't attach themselves to dogs. I mean, I don't think, really think dogs really like wearing any of that stupid crap. Do you? I don't. I, you know. So anyway, so anyway, old puppy dog has a has a love of his life. <laughs> sort of like Skeeter's side of Mr. Cow Sammy. Sort of feel, I guess, left out in the cold. You know, left out in the cold here. Let's. Let's see here. All righty. Now I'm looking at this here. Okay. We're at the school shooting in Joplin here. Let's see. I'm looking at the uh, chat here. You're a sick individual. <laughs> Why am I a sick individual? All right. Well, folks, you got to understand is that these people chimp out all the time. When you're in the movement, you understand is that, uh, hey, half of them, you know, the ones who are usually smart here are Zog bots. You know, sort of like Uncle Tom's Zog Pig Bowie here. You know, he he says he's going to move away from, you know, Maryland into uh, what? Harrison, Arkansas. I says, hey, uh, Tyler Flagg told me that you're talking about becoming a CI dentist. 
And he went ahead and, you know, said that, no, he wasn't here. But him and Rich Huberos, they all listen to all these CI dentist programs here. They listen to them, except mine. They know where mine's at. No, Uncle Tom's dog pig, Bowie, uh, he doesn't really want to listen to me because if I see him, I'll just chew on his, uh, you know, old, senile Uncle Tom's dog pig ass here. He's going to move supposedly to Harrison, Arkansas. Well, hey, I've been to Harrison, oh, three, four times. I explained to him, Harrison used to be, before Silver Dollar City uh, in Branson came along, uh, used to have a play a amusement park called Dog Patch. It was named after a little Abner character. Now, I remember, I remember when, you know, back in 1967, we're driving out in the woods, and there's this hillbilly. He has a little amusement park here with ski ball. It was a wonderful place here. And guess what? It was on the outskirts of this little town called Branson. And the guy said is that within a year and a half here, Branson is going to become the biggest thing in southern you know, Missouri and northern, you know, northern Arkansas. And I said, all we got planned is that, hey, guess what? Uh, this amusement park here uh, that's always been here, and we're going to be selling, we're going to be selling all these acres of land, undeveloped Ozark land. That's going to become the biggest thing in southern Missouri, and it really is here now. Branson has all what, all of what I call the has beens and never wases. Including Boxcar Willie. Boxcar Willie, uh, you know, he wasn't really known until KTEL sold a whole bunch of used Boxcar Willie hobo things. And then he got a, he got a, he built himself a theater. Uh, he built himself a couple more, you know, quite a bit motels. Now, Box, you know, I mean, Branson is big, big, it's been big for past, oh, oh, uh, what it used to be is it used to be Marvel Cave here, Marvel Cave, and then the people on Marvel Cave decided to put in a few little amusement rides, and that became Silver Dollar City, and then it became it grew and grew and grew in the uh, what late sixties, sort of like Disney uh, World, something like that here. Okay. So, his audience, the Tars are finally waking up. Well, that's nice. It's nice to have wake a wolf tards here. I hate to have sleeping dead tards. You know, I mean <laughs> live tards here. Uh does does uh as BLM I'm not sure what BLM means here. Uh Bureau of Land Management. This is Kyle. Okay. <laughs> uh, well, no, Rodney doesn't like Kyle Hunt here at all. Oh, yeah. Sydney had a Connor with two niggers here. 
Yeah. Well, like that Catherine Ortiz. I was wondering. I was wondering what the hell was that old demon was doing next to her. I guess that's her hump made something like that here. Here it is in Granby. There's 23 people and three council critters. And I point out is that, hey, there's only 1.1% people here. I mean, City of Granby has 2,100-some people. There's only 23 people here. That means that's really about 1.2% of the population showed up to this town meeting. They were yapping about, oh, no, 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 that ain't right. I said, well, snap. Well, you're not counting the children. I said, what, what do the children have to do with it? You think you can get 2,100 people? You know, you have the same 15 tolerance showing up, including me. I mean, you had about maybe four or five, six new tolerance who showed up. And that's that. Let's see here. Uh, <laughs> Kyle, City, Sid Head, and Kyle here. I mean, they're they're obviously dodgy characters. I don't know about Queenie Cameron Elias. She she did put up a she did she was useful. She did put up a she did put up a YouTube uh, video. By the way, oh here's old Bill Fink and he's in a motorboat here. That Jupe boy is doing pretty good, folks. Uh, whenever you see, whenever you see somebody supposed to be poor like old Matt Chimebox, I mean, believe your lying eyes. I mean, the critter looks like a mongrel. It looks like a fat cork-eyed mongrel to me. And if he got fired from the uh, from the uh, what uh, the uh, from the social worker at uh, Indiana job, looks most people when they get fired from their job. They don't run off two, three hundred miles to go to a Trump, go to a Trump convention here. Most people, when they get fired from the job, they immediately figure out, okay, how am I going to make it till the next job? I'm going to make it to the next job. And they tighten their belt. You don't have income, but you you know you make sure that when you when you don't have income, you make sure your outgo you know gets tightened as well. You don't go two three hundred miles to, I mean, let me see. The day after, you know, last week, the day after their their little bogus debate here, number ten. When old little Marco Jubio's pissing and moaning here, old Donald Trump shows up with Chris Christie at Walmart, you know, essentially in Bentonville, Arkansas, the Walmart, you know, the Walmart 
place where they have the auditorium where they have a whole bunch of uh, managers that they bring forward in their families to give them the Walmart uh, way speech or whatever. And it says, hey, that's Roxy. You want to go down to Benville? No. You know, well, I, I said, we don't have tickets anyway here. I don't want to go see that clown. You know, Roxy... Roxy's sort of like her mother here. She she really doesn't get into polytricks. You know, the only reason she gets into polytricks is I make her get into polytricks. She doesn't like polytricks. Roxy don't. And really, really, you know, can you blame can you blame her or any of you? Everyone, everyone. See me, I. I love to fight. I love to cause a commotion. I love to cause trouble for Zog. And it's gotten to the point where, you know, I mean, you know, I, I used to, when I seen the line, I would deliberately get on the line and then would step over it. Nowadays, what happens is I stay at least a foot, maybe more like a yard, well behind the line. And, hey, you know, you still cause a commotion. You still piss them off to where the pigs threaten to arrest you, and then you bitch about it. But, hey, you know, no no need to, you know, I mean, I, I've had enough of bologna sandwiches here. Now, I don't even really like bologna. <laughs> Unless it's, you know, I mean, I prefer, I prefer, uh, like, get it on sale. Oh, I got some turkey bologna. But still, I still don't like turkey, you know, bologna, even turkey bologna. I sort of like the, uh, where it actually tastes like turkey or sliced roast beef or something here. You know, I, I don't really like bologna that much. And you sure as hell don't like it on moldy white bread. You know, I mean, <laughs> that jail food sucks. That house food ain't much better. So I'm, I'm pretty well, uh, you know, and you know, somebody has to wipe Roxy's ass, so guess what here? I got to behave myself most of the time. All right? So, you know, the bowel movement is finished. It's not finished. Folks, you know, Harold Cumpton said right here, you can't have anti-terrorism unless you have, quote, terrorists. Zog Babylon, Zog Babylon pays for the duck, pays, I believe, for Matt Chimbach, pays for Uncle Tom Zog Pig, pays for a few other tards. I mean, do any of these people, you go look at them, do, do, do any of them have? You know, I used to have the ability. I used to have the ability to at least drive a truck. Now, if I had to drive a truck again, probably I would just go ahead and shave off the other half of the beard here and cut the hair and essentially look like a, well, 58-year-old white man, you know, driving a truck if I had to drive a truck again. You know, but, hey, for the past 20 years, I haven't had to, you know, work here because I have a $10,000 a year inheritance. And, hey, you can... You can live like I live for, well, it used to be for $2,500. Now I'd say it costs at least $5,000 to essentially live in a hovel, like I do. 
No, I live in Hubble. I live in the uh oh I live in the uh seminary. But still, I mean, you know, me and Roxy live pretty cheap. I mean, today, you know, I could have gone down to this uh, church in Monarch Springs and picked me up a $3 food basket, but I didn't feel like messing with it today. I mean, I just said the hell with, I just said the heck with it. And uh, pretty well, I went down to the refrigerator across the street and picked me up some, you know, a couple heads of less I bought for $0.69 cents a piece here. And... Uh, Brought them up along with a frozen pizza uh, that they had during Super Bowl here, uh, two dollar you know two dollar piece, uh, you know Red Baron pizzas, really good pizzas. Essentially, what we did is we ate salad. We ate salad cheap here, and I decided I wasn't going to even bother going to get the three dollar. You really get about you know really more like about ten dollars worth of food items stuff here, but I didn't feel like bothering. Yesterday, you know, I mean, well, today I didn't feel like you know driving, uh, you know, out to Monarch Springs, and uh, you know, getting the uh, three dollar food basket here. I got plenty of Cheerios, and you know, I don't really like eating yogurt, and you know, getting whatever they have here. All right. Look at Michelle's here. Let's see. Well, <laughs> they're not going to commit suicide. I mean, these retards, these retards here. I remember Truth Militia. What they do? What they do is they get they 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 show up for a while. They get kicked off of Zog, blog talk, Zog talk. Then they go to talk shoe. They show their ass for a little while. And then they're gone. Then they're gone. Now, that's what the movement is. I mean, same way with Billy Roper and Paul Mullet. You know, I mean, they're two Zog botards. You don't worry about it. Folks, really, really. 20-some years, I have wanted to destroy the Republican Party. And here comes, here comes some reality show tard here who's a blowhard. Uh, By the way, he was bitching last night about torturing, you know, about torturing the spawn of raghead terrorists. And they bitch about destroying ISIS. Well, folks, the easiest way to destroy ISIS is stop giving guns and missiles and ammunition to, quote, good, moderate Islamic terrorists. Because like old Hillary, you know, that that bitch Hillary here, she goes ahead and she gives guns to rebels against uh, Gaddafi Duck. And, okay, yes, we're moderate. We're moderate Islamic rebels. So she gives it to them. They they go ahead and sodomize and kill Sayo, Qaddafi Duck. And then all of a sudden, 
all of a sudden on September 11, 2012, they decide, you know, you know this, this ambassador, this second ambassador named Stevens and his other little butt buddy, you know, they're the main ones running the guns and the missiles to these, quote, moderate Islamic terrorists. And then guess what? Guess Washington. They don't want to give the guns and missiles back. So guess what? Uh, you know, when it comes time to rescue, rescue them here, old Hillary figures out is that dead, faggot ambassadors and, and private email servers tell no tales. So, I mean, heck, you know, the same thing happened to the faggot ambassador that ran guns to, quote, moderate Islamic terrorists, as happened to old Vincent Foster. You know, he was all broke up about Waco. Guess what? He had to go. So, bye-bye, bye-bye, bang, 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 bang. So, I mean, shoot, I mean, you would be better, you would be better being Herod's pig or even Herod's son than being Hillary's little... You know, little, uh, you know, you know, little minion. You know that minion. He's he's testifying. He's testifying. He's testifying here in return for immunity, but mainly in return for FBI protection against old Hillary. You don't want to end up like Ambassador Stevens or Vince Foster. I remember what? Oh, about eight months ago, they were yapping. Here's this general. We gave five hundred million dollars, you know, to these moderate Islamic terrorists, and there's only four of them left, so it costs what, hundred twenty-five million per moderate Islamic terrorist. But there's no such thing as a moderate Islamic terrorist. There's no such thing as a good Islamic terrorist unless it's a dead Islamic terrorist. Because, well, you give guns and missiles and stuff like that here. You know, money, you give it to a, quote, what he says is that I'm a good Islamic, I'm a good moderate Islamic terrorist here. Folks, his buddy or him six months down the road is going to be a not-so-good, not-so-moderate Islamic ISIS terrorist. No such thing as a good Islamic terrorist unless you count dead Islamic terrorists. So they're a bitch about Donald Trump. And, you know, supposedly at the debate, some general was saying, we will not torture, we will not torture the families of good, moderate Islamic terrorists who have turned bad. And Donald Trump doubles that out. Now, that's what you should have said here. Is that, shoot, back when Gummy ran things, I mean, you were... You were uh, <laughs> you were torturing you were torturing uh, well not torturing because not torture when you torture them I mean it's not it's something other it's an enhanced interrogation techniques here but anyway you were torturing them you know just like crazy here back when old Dumbia was writing things here well well what happens here don't you like me as much as you like Dumbia I mean I'm going to kill a lot less of you with these stupid pointless wars than Dumbia did Dumbia all he did was you know, smirk and get you killed. And, and by the way, by the way, you didn't have a problem with spying on the American people back when W, and you still don't have a, you know, problem with spying on the American people here uh, on behalf of Obama, and you lie about it. I mean, you know, come on. You want to pretend that you just built you some morality? I got a better idea. I'll tell you what here. I'll tell you what here. We're, 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 you know, I'm flexible. I'm going to negotiate. I'm the master of the deal. I'm going to go ahead and talk about making you 
torture, the spawn of good or bad, you know, moderate or immoderate Islamic terrorists. Instead, what I'm going to do is essentially we're going to cut a deal and, you know, the art of the deal, and I'm going to go ahead and make you put them all in a plane and fly them over to Afghanistan. And then, then what we're going to do is we're going to go ahead and shove them off the plane here at about, oh, off the helicopter after about four or five feet up there, and then throw them just enough food and water and make them march, oh, two, three hundred miles through hostile, you know, to them. You know what I mean? <laughs> hostile to them territory till they can get wherever the hell they come from originally here. That's what they ought to do to San Bernardino terrorists here. I sort of thought what they ought to do is throw their carcasses to, I'm sure that there are pig farms somewhere in California. They should have gone ahead and fed their, you know, their raghead carcasses to pigs and televised it. Maybe some of their six-month-old baby, you know, uh, Muslim terrorist baby, you know, let, let it be eaten by the pigs too. Now that that would cure that shit here. But no, all these here want to be little perfume princes of the Pentagon. They want to bitch about how they're not going to torture, even though they torture like crazy. Although the old dummy wouldn't call it torture, even though it was. Okay, fine. Yeah, our deal. We'll just we'll just shove your ass. Out of a helicopter, you know, well, not not, not more than old four or five feet, you know. And just shove your ass out of a helicopter over, you know, two, three hundred miles to Afghanistan here and just give you just enough food and water here to, you know, to walk two, three hundred miles through hostile other ragged territory. That, you know, that would serve you right here. That would teach you a lesson here that if you are in this country, uh, legally or illegally here, you better behave your ass rather than go and shoot up retard setters and shoot wiggers and niggers and beaners and even a Jew boy. I mean, I wouldn't have a problem with shooting, you know, I didn't have a problem with those ragged shooting Jew boy. Okay? So, <laughs> okay. Barack is here. Ready here. All right, here. Cody will bring back next. I have no idea who Cody knows. <laughs> well, we have all kinds here. Anyway, let's see. What is it? I started the show around oh, 11 here, staying near 1 here. I pretty well ran out things to say. I think I'm going to go ahead and call. I think I'm going to go ahead and call it night here. I'm going to go ahead and unmute all the cards. I haven't I haven't been listening to what National Alliance has done. I went ahead and looked what Linder was doing. He wasn't doing anything. Uh, they were yapping about Trump here. Uh, the interesting thing was is that hey, uh, old Billy Roper. Is going ass to mouth with uh, Paul Mullet. I have no idea what the hell they're talking about. Uh, I found out tonight that old Uncle Tom's Zog Pig is going to move from Maryland, you know, from Maryland where he gets debriefed by Special Agent Charge Shaniqua Shemail at her J. Edgar 
you know, her J. Edgar's, Uncle J. Edgar's building. He's going to move to Harrison. He says he's going to build a cabin. He's going to call it Uncle Tom's cabin. I says, well, hey, if you're not going to get into CI dentistry, you're just going to be from the First Church of Solipsism. You ought to buy you some pigs from Arkansas because in Arkansas, you know, in Missouri too here, uh, what they used to do was they used to let their hogs range wild. What they would do is that they would knot their ears, you know, and castrate the, uh, the uh, you know, the you know, turn them into gilts here. And they would, you know, they would, uh, well, essentially what they would do is they would just let the hogs run wild out in the woods and root. Just root, 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 root. And what you want to do is you want to make sure because uh, if the hogs if the hogs run wild for more than one generation, by the second or third generation they turn. You can have some white pink pigs here, but them hogs are allowed to run wild. They turn sort of black. They sort of turn black and then they grow their tusks and they get sort of feral. Some of them pigs can get big here, sort of like this 800-pound pig called Hogzilla, and they can get pretty dangerous. I mean, they will kill and eat deer and fawns and about anything else here, you know, small kids here, you know. But, uh, you know, I'm not sure if it's legal to actually let your hogs run wild here. You know, I mean, I think they passed a law in 1957 here, which essentially you no longer could range your hogs. But. I mean, heck, you're a zog pig yourself here, so, hey, why don't you, uh, you know, if you ain't going to become a CI dentist here, why, hey, uh, Northwest Arkansas, Northwest Arkansas is a good place for pigs. No, I mean, two-legged, four-legged here. <laughs> you know, I mean, he was looking, he was looking at that here, and I, I've, been, I've been to Harrison, though, three or four times. I really don't go there, but I said this is the heart of CI dentistry territory is Harrison. You have old Tom Robb, and I don't know what happened between him and old Billy Roper. You have Billy Roper, you have Mike Callamore. You have a whole bunch of uh, CI dentists there. And what you have is you have a few tards, you know, on the Chamber of Commerce, and they don't want to talk about how pretty well everybody, all these hillbillies, are essentially racist. They, you know, no, 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 really. Normal people in Harrison, Arkansas, they want they want retired Whiggers who have money to move there and croak off, and they want white people with white kids. I mean, really, you know, Harrison, Arkansas, is not really a place where a nigger should feel at home. Now, you'll have beaters up the road here. You know, don't kid yourself. You know, whenever you have Tyson plants, you'll have a whole bunch of freaking beaters. But the beaters don't really live out, you know, out in the, you know, out in the woods here. You know, the Arkies do. You know what I mean? So, and there's a bunch of CI dentist Arkies out there. So, heck, uh, you know, I mean, and the best way to show you're not a CI dentist is, you know, heck, go in. I don't know if the Harrison McDonald's even sells bacon, lettuce, you know, sausage, McDonald's or not here. But, hey, if you're going to have trouble with that here, just drive into Harrison and go to the uh, Harrison uh, McDonald's. I know they have at least one McDonald's in Harrison. Harrison is not is a fairly good-sized town. It's, uh, I think it's a little bit bigger than the Ocho. Not by much, though. 
I think it has about maybe oh around twenty thousand people in it or something like that. You know, there's there's at least one. I know there's McDonald's. I know there's Burger King. I think there's even a Taco Bell. There's a Walmart there. But, you know, the place you want to get the uh, Internet. And you and Billy Roper, you and Billy Roper could uh, do shows together here, you know, uh, at the McDonald's. Oh, do I have a call? Well, oh, hell, we got this few boys from Texas. All right, we'll take a break here. Heck, you know, I mean, I always like having tarts. Because I like having tarts. Hold on, hold on. What do you get when you fuck with Jews? A kike with a plan to burst your marble. That's what you'll get for all your trouble. I'll never fuck with Jews. What do you get when you kill a kike? You do the entire world a great big flavor. Don't matter worth a shit as to kite flavor. I'll never fuck with Jews again. Don't tell me what it's all about. Cause I'm damn there and I know kikes now out of those chains. Remind you that is why I'm here to remind you what do you get when you fuck with Jews? You only get lies and pain and sorrow. So for at least until tomorrow, I'll never fuck with Jews. Out of those chains, remind you that is why I'm here to remind you. When you fuck with Jews, you only get lies and pain and sorrow. So for at least until tomorrow, I'll never fuck with Jews again. No, no, I'll never fuck with Jews again. 
Okay, I'm going to mute Todd Morris. Hello, Todd Morris. I'm looking at Fox News. I think poor old Todd the Tard decided to do something else here. What the heck? What I would like here, what I'd like for the debate here. Oh, by the way, uh, there's this character. He's some of a global wigger. His name is uh, uh, Dick Eastman. He's with Truth Dig, which is essentially a bunch of uh, old progressive uh, progressive tards here. Way back, way back in around 2000 here, <laughs> I used to call him Yeast Dickman. <laughs> He shows up every so often here. He got my email. He got my email listing here. I used to have this uh, Jew boy named Yair Davity. And, heck, him and I detested one another. And he got my email over when I was over at monet.com. Let's see here. His web design site here? Okay. Law.
Okay, you are muted, Todd Morris. Well, maybe he just wants to podcast. I was about to call it quits here. I'll give him about maybe a minute to respond. Then I'm just going to call it a night. Play the flooring guy. Tard Morass. Well, folks, I'm going to call it a night. I'm not going to, uh, you know, keep the show going here. Uh, but I've gone ahead and muted probably Jew Boy Tart. Let's see. I'm call it a night. Anyway, I did want to talk about Trump. I didn't want to talk about what's going on in the bowel movement. I did want to talk about a few other things. And I think I did cover it. I really, I really wasn't, uh, didn't really have anything really prepared uh, for tonight. Uh, the main thing that's going on is, well, the destruction of the Republican Party. And folks, I've wanted this for 20-some years. But it wasn't caused by myself here. It, was caused, it really wasn't even caused by Donald Trump. It's caused by the fact that you know, for a while. It's just sort of like uh, there's this, there was this Jewish named Barbara Tuchman, and she wrote a book called The March of Folly. And the tail end of it was about the Vietnam War and how the war was lost even when it, before it began and how they just kept on plowing more men and mature, war material into Vietnam, and essentially it was, you know, the plug was eventually pulled. You know, little brown people can go ahead and whoop wiggers. If the little brown people are willing to do something that wiggers are not willing to do, i.e. accept casualties. You know, we lost, what, 60,000 men killed or more in Vietnam. And from what I gather, we killed about 2 million of them. Just bombed the crap out of them. You know, the few times that they did get involved in a battle, we whooped their ass through superior American firepower. But eventually, they won because there was no place for them to go. We were invading their country, and it was filled with these mongrels. Be it Iraq, be it Afghanistan, be it all these other places, Unless we were willing to exterminate them all, just machine gun them down and kill every single one of them and put white families in and conquer it, 
you know, that's happened with all the, quote, areas. You know, what, 4,000 to 3,500 years ago, the, quote, Aryans, a.k.a. people who lived in Iran, which is the word, uh, you know, you know, the modern word for Aryan. They loaded up their ox carts and they headed east, and they went through the Khyber Pass where Kabul is, and they went to northern India, and they beat the crap dog shit out of these Dravidian niggers, and they conquered it, and then they realized that we are outnumbered by what about that, you know, several hundred to one. And if we engage in Peter Duncan, there's not going to be any more of us. So they set up a caste system called Varda. And says, hey, these people are untouchable. Well, you're not supposed to touch them. You're not supposed to screw them. But they did. You know, we can't stop Peter Duncan. Peter Duncan took place here, and by a thousand or so years later, here is around 600 B.C., here's this character called Buddha. And he realizes that this caste system doesn't mean anything. You can go ahead and achieve enlightenment in one by living a moral life instead of going through all these you know, reincarnations, you know, like Dewey Tucker believes. You can do it in one by living a godly life. It was so nice to come back here and you know explain you know the better way to his followers. And then later on, here come the Muslims, and they exterminated Buddha, you know, all the Buddhists out of India. But, you know, it went on to Tibet. It went on to uh, Thailand. It went on to a number of places. It went on to China. So in case, so in case you had, you know, you had... Uh, White men who no longer were white men. They were Mongols. You got to understand is that every mighty evil empire destroys its family stock. Tiberius Gracchi, you know, Gracchi and, and his brother Caius, Gracchi, you know, Gracchi, Gracchi, realized this in 133 BC, and both the Gracchi brothers were extraordinary because he tried to tell the senators is that, hey, guess what? We're not going to have a republic because we're not going to have soldiers necessary to man that if essentially you take away their small farms. Well, now in America, during the 1930s, they took away the small farms of white people. Now we worry about, hey, having enough, you know, having a corporate job, working for a Jew paymaster. The Jews don't want white people having their own small shops and having their own small farms and having their own small businesses. Brian Rio doesn't like white people having their own small businesses. That's why Susan with the Bethel Lake County, Lake County court system. So guess what? Don't have white, you know, don't have white businesses. Don't have white farms. There are places, there are places where the homesteader houses here, if they're still up, they're essentially flapping and, you know, in the wind. And every so often there's one which has a farm manager who knows how to farm. Because running a farm in many cases is like running a factory. You have to know what you're doing. You have all these big agribusinesses here, and it requires all these inputs of, 
oh, herbicide and pesticide and fertilizer and all this sort of thing, and it's not sustainable. And folks, I believe this year you're going to have a meltdown like you had in 2008. Understand that. Understand that. So, what to do about it? Folks, you can you can be a dodgy character and run around with Matt Scheinbach and wonder where he gets the money since he got fired. Where does he get the money to go two, three hundred miles and you know, you know, push around the Negroes at the uh, at the Trump rally? You know, I mean, I think I think the duck was actually paid to endorse Trump. Nobody had the decency to say, hey, guess what here? There's a, there's a niggers kill far more, well, people than, you know, than uh, David Duck, who still advocates violence against white people. We don't get his way. You want to talk about big races here? There's an old Al Sharpton here. When you go and disown Al Sharpton, uh, Bernie Jubor Sanders, the old Swillery Clinton, when are you going to go ahead and denounce these nigger, these nigger racists? And the answer is not going to happen. I guess only white racists who are bad. And I don't trust the duck. Nobody else should either. Really, for white, for white nationalism, you know, what is white nationalism? Was CI dentistry actually accomplished with anything? We have our own little small our own little small group here, and we have our own little bitty, itty bitty, tiny little bowel movement. We have our own little podcast, and every so often people read our blogs and look at our forums here. And I have one, an average of about 30 some people look at my forum here, and you know, tee hee hee here, and they look at my YouTube video and they think it's funny. Look at the half bearded maniac. Ha 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 ha. Well, at least he's an authentic maniac. He's, you know, he, he has been, you know, he has, quote, been deemed clinically insane. He really is a racist here. You know, he's not someone who's looking and asking for money like the duck or all these other retards or cork-eyed mongols or whatever. You know, yeah, he's funny. Ha, 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 ha. He's providing some entertainment. He's just deciding, you know, and, and and he's not asking you to send him any money because Yahweh has taken care of him. And this is Friday night. Why not? Why not have fun? Why not enjoy, well, what this, oh, this white nationalist, half-bearded maniac has to say. And, folks, if you... Get anything from me? What I'm urging you to do isn't to show your ass, isn't to get in trouble. I mean, heck, you got a better, you got a better vision of what goes on at a Trump, at a Trump rally by staying home, having a basic cable bill. If you live in town with a McDonald's here, you can save yourself the cable bill. 
go down there and buy you a what? Oh, a dollar cheeseburger or something here and nibble it slowly and go down there with your laptop or your tablet, you know, and enjoy yourself here. There's nothing wrong with that. Well, folks, don't take any of this stupid crap seriously. You know, if you want to take it seriously, you want to save your own life here, you know, I mean, here's some investment advice. Canned food and shotgun shells. That's, that's, that's the best advice I can give you. Live a quiet, decent, godly life. Avoid the bowel movement. You know, I mean, <laughs> it, it's entertaining, too, here, seeing some of these mongrels and the rest of them showing their ass. You know, don't take them seriously. Whatever you do, don't send them money. You know, you send them money, that just encourages the bastards here. There's Ogbots. I mean, you know, they're, you know, the duck, he's under Hal Turner financing. Rabbi Linder, he's still under, you know, I mean, you know, oh, you know, you know, after Trader Glenn Miller ran wild here, he, he shut off the target corral for about, oh, a week or so. But he hasn't shut the target corral off as far as I can tell recently. I mean, I mean, I've never seen, I've never seen a more messed up bunch more messed up bunch than white nationalists. I've never seen a more, you know, vicious, vicious bunch than these uh, papist predators, no devil, C.I. dentist stars here, like Fink and uh, Niggerlitz Brian Rio and Rabbi Elias, although Rabbi Elias seems to sort of, you know, more mongolized bunch here. You know, Christian identity is really pretty simple. You know, I mean, go over to, uh, go over do a search here of Bertrand Compare. Heck, if you need to, even download it off, off the Saints forum here. But, you know, off the Saints webpage, you know, the, uh, the, the cassette tapes. It doesn't require a whole lot of study. Understand basic dual seed line Christian identity. Yeah, what, what's there to understand here? Two seed lines. You know the evil seed line of of Satan here through the through the seduction of Eve, who gave birth to Cain, and then through to Canaan. And well, I mean, essentially, Jews are responsible of Satan. There's no such thing as a good Jew. You know, there's some Jews who ain't as bad, but you know, you ought to keep an eye. You know, keep an eye on Jews. And then. There's the good seed line. And it can choose evil. And it can be damned. If you're the good seed line, live a godly life here. You know, pay attention to the law of Yahweh written on your heart. Behave yourself. And that doesn't mean running around and worrying about what this world does because guess what? It's head to hell. It's on the highway to hell. Zog Babylon is 
determined to destroy itself. Well, by the way, I'm looking at old Donald J. J. Trump's wife, you know, wife, and she looks like she got a good deal of mantras in her too here. You know, and she may she may be a, a former model here, but she looks like she's a mantras old Donald J. Trump's old lady. Looks like a court-eyed mantras to me. Might be Parkinson or whatever. Anyway, folks, live a godly life. <laughs> I'm looking down here. Okay, here. Anyway, I'm gonna go ahead and call it night. I'm gonna go ahead and say, "Hail victory." May Yahweh bless. And, oh, by the way, they were talking about the knife investigation here. One of the pigs went ahead and stole a knife, you know, found at the O.J. Simpson, you know, thing about there than 20 years ago. They hit it. And, you know, shit, damn pigs just stole evidence. And they think they're clever here, and they wanted the case numbers so we could put on their own little private collection of knives. Doesn't matter? Nope. Let's say that was a knife that that nigger went ahead and killed his mud shark wife and, you know, her Jew boy boyfriend. Who cares? You know, I mean, I've never been in danger of, of you know, from O.J. Simpson. O.J. Simpson, he doesn't come to Granby and bother me at all. Of course, you know, O.J. is in prison, but, you know, that's the size of it here. He's just a nigger. I mean, you know, have nothing to do with niggers. Why, you know, niggers are not dangerous as long as you have nothing to do with them. You know, if you live if you live in nigger town here, well, get the hell out of nigger town here. Let, let the niggers have it. What the hell? Get the hell out of there. That's why I like Granby here. Granby is such a Granby is such a crap hole here that hell niggers and beaters don't want to move here. That's fine by me. Where else can you buy? Where else can you buy a ha- you know a house and half acre land here for you know three thousand dollars, even if it was nearly thirty years ago? I mean, I like I, I like living in uh, I like living in Hubble. Hubble have been very very good to me. In case, folks, uh, heck, I was raised here in a in a two room shotgun shack out on the Lone Prairie of South Dakota. You know, and uh, heck, that was good enough for me too. You know, it, it, you know, after we moved out of it here, later on, I got sold. It, it became a place where they fed feeder calves. But uh, hey, I mean, there's probably nothing left of it anymore. But then, yeah, there might be because hey, uh, you know, it don't rain as much in South Dakota and. Well, pretty well, these old buildings sort of stay up here. They just get weathered. Anyway, though, folks, if you if you're living in modest circumstances and you're safe and your place is paid for, and it, you're you're not living in you know nigger town or beaver town or something like that, I mean, all across all across the Zoglad here. They have something called Section 8 housing for old white people. Just go ahead and enjoy it. 
Live a quiet life. Live a moral life. Live a good life. I'm praying Yahweh that you be counted worthy of escape. But folks, none of us are going to escape out of this life alive. We should understand as much here. So anyway, I'm going to go ahead and uh, call it a night. <laughs> I'm going to go ahead and say, Hail Victory. May Yahweh bless. And good night. White men clad in black are we, hi and we'll say about God tyranny. Hi-ya-ya-ho. White men go, we vote ho. On the city roof, let the red cock grow. White men go, civil war ho. On the courthouse lawns, let red blood flow. Let them know that he defends. Carry ice. Oh, who was then the ruling man? Carry ice. White men go, we vote ho. On the city roof, let the red cock grow. White men go, civil war ho. On the courthouse walls, let red blood flow. Oh, white man, their rifle shoot the Jews all in low. On juggling next week, some fog boots the staff out got low. White men go, we vote ho. On the city roof, let the red cock grow. White men go, civil war ho. On the courthouse walls, let red blood flow. Jesus only love is good. The Zion, the love of God, our only need. Zion, white men go, we vote ho. On the city roof, let the red cock grow. White men go, civil war ho. On the courthouse walls, let red blood flow. We will conquer for our cause is right. Hi-yi-yo-ho. Our sons won't have to go and fight. Hi-yi-yo-ho. White men go, we vote ho. On the city roof, let the red cock go. White men go, civil war ho. On the courthouse lawns, let red blood flow. Thank <laughs> you.
With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.